We're on the road with Mickey, we're gonna have some fun. Regardless of the rain or sun, our trip has just begun. So buckle up, let's go, we're about to start the show. And maybe if you like us, you'll see where else we'll go. Hi everyone, I'm Sophie, he's Mike. Welcome to our little corner of the podcasting universe. Hopefully you like the sound of our voices and you want to stick around for the show. Not that it stays in one place for long. I mean, after all, we are on the road with Mickey. So hop in the car and buckle up your skate belts because we've got an awesome adventure this week. Now a brief rundown before we get moving. First up, our roundtable talk where we'll discuss the main topic for this week, followed by some Disney trivia ranging from Disney history to a random Disney character of the day. Well, that's just about it. Everybody ready? Let's get this show on the road. Hey, everyone. This is Mike and Sophie back with On the Road with Mickey. Say hi, Sophie. Hi. Today is episode four, and we are talking about our favorite um, quick service dining locations at each of the Walt Disney World theme parks. Um, We all have our favorites And I apologize in advance for the sound of my voice because we've been fighting some colds this week in our house. And I think Sophie's probably the healthiest one here. Hi, again. (laughs) So anyway, we have um, our favorites as well as some listeners have written in to tell us their favorites for their favorite quick service dining plan or dining locations. But in the meantime... We also thought we would give an overview of the quick service dining plan because sometimes you book that with your trip when you're staying at a Disney property. And so I thought it'd be good for you guys to have an overview about what the quick service dining plan does since we're focusing on quick service restaurants today. So Sophie, you want to give us that overview? Sure. So there are three dining plans in total, but I'm going to focus on the quick service one since that's the one Daddy asked me about. Um, In the standard quick service one, everyone in the party ages three and older will receive two quick service meals and two snacks. And the quick service meals, they apply to almost all of the restaurants that are not reservation restaurants such as Cinderella's table, Royal Table and all that stuff, those do not apply here. But things like Gaston's, Casey's Corner, the Tomorrowland Terrace, those apply to quick service meals. And they're basically your lunch meals and fast food restaurants. You go there in the middle of the day in between your fast passes and you enjoy a meal there. And as for the snacks, those apply to different kiosks around the park. I want, I think they're kiosks. I might be mistaking that. But things like Mickey's Premium ice cream bars and even, even dibs and whatnot, ice cream sort of things, those things apply as snacks. But they can also include single-serving items such as a fountain drink, a 20-ounce bottle of Coca-Cola Sprite or water, Frozen ice cream, novelty, blah, 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 popcorn, coffee, prepackaged milk or juice, piece of whole fruit, 
a bag of snacks, you name it. And they all revolve around this icon, which is like four corners. And it includes the Disney D, a regular D, a drink cup, and a P. And it's in white and purple. You should be able to find it on a map. And it's the cheapest one of the dining lands. And I think that's just about it. Did I miss anything? No, you did pretty good, Sophie. Just a couple things. Um, the credits you get are based on the number of nights that you're staying at your resort. So if you have, um, let's say, a six-night stay, then you would have 12 credits per night um, for each of those categories. Uh, and you can use those credits um, for breakfast, lunch, or dinner, as long as it's a counter service restaurant. And um, and the snacks, sometimes a snack item can be bought at a counter service location as well. So. Mm-hmm. And then lastly, the um, if you are a child between the ages of three and nine, you'll get to choose from child um, from the child's menus. Whereas if you're age 10 and up, then you're under the adult plan and you choose from from the adult side. So um, so that's just something to keep in mind. Children under age three um, are in charge for any dining or any tickets. They're under they're called um, they get in free because the parents are are booking the trip. So so that's mm-hmm. how that works. All right. Well, thank you, Sophie, for that overview. I think um, it can be helpful for people who are just not sure exactly what the dining plan is. And, of course, if you have any questions, feel free to hit us up with an email. You can reach us at info at ontheroadwithmickey.com, or you can call our voicemail box at 919-799-8390. Either way, we'll get the message and we can reach out to you. Um, but now, now that we've had our overview of the quick service dining plan, Sophie, why don't you start us off with our favorite um, quick service restaurants? Why don't you give me one of your, so where are you starting us off at? Well, me, I'm starting at the Magic Kingdom just because I'm going in order of easiest to hardest in regards to the parks. And I have to say that my favorite quick service restaurant at the Magic Kingdom is has got to be Casey's Corner because it's just nice. It's hot dogs. Everybody likes hot dogs. And it's, I want to say it's very, very big when it comes to the seating. Like you can almost always find a place to sit and eat your food there which is something yeah. I really like because not every place in Magic Kingdom is like that. Yeah. You know, sometimes um, Casey's can get really busy and it I can. like it too. I like the hot dogs as well. Um, it used to be back when I first started going. So this is back when I was a kid that they had a bleacher section and Ooh. in the bleachers, you could watch 
they had a um, video board of old um, baseball clips of like cartoons playing with Mickey Mouse and whatnot. And you could watch that, and it was so much fun. Um, now that's gone, but but even if you can't find seating inside, there's a lot of seating around that area where you can go sit. Yes. So that's that's important to think about as well. And actually, um, our our friend Sheila from California is a fan of Casey's Corner as well. So she agrees with you on that one, Sophie. Mm -hmm. Because I remember all the times that I went over to California and Jagan and I went to Disney World, to Disneyland together. Jagan is Sheila's daughter. She and I are very good friends. And it's weird that I'm not calling her Aunt Sheila. But every time I went to Disneyland with Jagan, we would often be eating at Casey's Corner because they serve gluten-free hot dogs there, and which are actually very good. And I almost prefer them to the original non-gluten-free hot dogs. Yeah. Yeah. And then... Um... River's drinking. You muted, didn't you? Yes. <laughs> that was so funny. We will have to figure out a way to clip that out. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> no, I just thought it was funny all of a sudden the dog's drinking. <laughs> um, Hi, anyway. Buddy. Hi, buddy. Go find mommy. Go. Go. He probably needs actually to go out. So before we stop this little bit, let me talk about my favorite at Magic Kingdom and also Mommy's, okay? Yeah, tell me about that. Okay. So, um, my favorite restaurant at the Magic Kingdom is one that gets kind of a bad rap for its food. But for me, it's been a longtime favorite, and it's Pinocchio House. And the mm -hmm. reason I like it is because of its seating and proximity to overlooking the uh, it's a small world ride yeah. so i i really like that and um, when i was a kid i would sit there with my grandparents and watch the ships go by the boats go off it was just so much fun we'd wave at them and they would wave back um now the food i've heard isn't as good anymore so it's been a little while since i ate there but from a nostalgia standpoint that's one of my favorites now, Mommy um, emailed in her favorite, and mm. she actually has two. Um, she likes both Cosmic Rays, um, Cosmic Cantina over in Tomorrowland, but she also likes the Columbia Harbor House. And um, Columbia Harbor House is interesting because it has an entrance both on the Fantasyland side Mm-hmm. As well as on the Liberty Square side. So she likes Cosmic Rays and Columbia Harbor House. I agree with the Columbia Harbor House. Cosmic Rays, not so much just because it's so crowded. Yeah. 
So we've gone over Magic Kingdom, Sophie. What's your favorite quick service over at Epcot? At Epcot, well, I have to say that my favorite quick service off the top of my head is Sunshine Seasons, just because it's so diverse, and not many people go to it much, actually. And because they're more focused on going to see Living with the Land and Soarin', and of course, a lot of them have reservations at the Garden Grill, which is amazing. Yeah. So my I think a lot of people go there, but it's also got such a huge dining area that, is that I think it, it, it just moves easily. There's so many different stations, too. Yes. So I think it just makes it easier for a lot of people to get in and out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good one, too, and I like it. And I think that one is also Sheila. I think that's her favorite. And also, it's Mommy's favorite. Now, mine, I'm going a little bit different route. And I say that um, only because I didn't want to be just like everyone else. But, um, you know, I like the the quick service they had at Animal, I mean, at American Adventure Pavilion. That is true, because you told me a story about that once. Yeah, with the, how they came in and were performing while we were in there eating um but they've closed it and they're redoing it and they're giving it a new name that's based off of sam eagle from the muppet show that's cool and though because sam yeah, eagle doesn't have much like sam eagle doesn't have much publicity so this is good for him exactly um and it is called, the exact name of it is, let's see here, New Regal Eagle Smokehouse. Ooh, coming to Epcot. That's and it's cool. a barbecue restaurant. Mm-hmm. And um, it's going to be um, it's going to be like Let's see here. I think there is a tagline. Yeah, it's the site for Sam's Centennial Cook-Off. A salute to all cook-offs, but mostly barbecue. Mm-hmm. So. That's cool. Yeah, I think it'll be fun. So mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to trying that one. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, there are all the other quick service reservations. Not reservation restaurants, the quick service restaurants throughout World Showcase. But since we always go the same direction and rarely go the other one, we don't usually find them all. True. That's very true. Okay. So now that we've talked about Epcot some, why don't we move on to Animal Kingdom? Sounds good. My personal... I have two favorites at Animal Kingdom, and that's why it's the third easiest out of four for me. And my two favorite ones would have to be the Yak and Yeti. That's a good choice. It's also very difficult for me because I know where this particular restaurant is. I think it's called Restaurantosaurus. Yes, it is. I'm not 100% sure of its name, so thank you for clarifying that for me. I like Restaurantosaurus, 
because once I went there with Jagan and Aunt Sheila, and I had been looking for this thing called trilobites, and it served these huge turkey drumsticks, and I wanted one so badly because I hadn't had one in a while. But unfortunately, they weren't there anymore, so we had to find somewhere else to eat because we were all getting pretty hungry. And so we chose Restaurantosaurus, and it was just good. There was hardly anyone there. It was quiet, and it was nice. Okay. Well, that's good. Um, over at Animal Kingdom, my favorite is also Mommy's favorite. Although I love the Yak and Yeti. I think that's an awesome choice. Um, they got a great fried rice, don't they? They really do. But, um, but you know, my favorite, like Mommy mentioned in her email, um, her favorite is the Flame Tree Barbecue. And I think I agree with that because it's, it's not somewhere we eat a whole lot and um and it's also kind of nestled in with the trees around it it's got outdoor seating so it's kind of a cool area and it seems like it's kind of hidden a little bit so so flame tree barbecue is a good one for me i like that a lot now aunt sheila um her favorite at animal kingdom is satuli cantina which we ate at last time we were there with them. Um, and it was really, really good. Do you remember? They had, um, it's over in Pandora. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember exactly what I had, but I remember it being really, really good. So that would be worth trying out again as well. Yes, it would be. It wasn't my favorite. There was nothing really... Um memorable there besides the submersion into the theming but mm-hmm. i do agree with you that it was very good just not completely memorable to me sure not sure. a showstopper in my opinion okay all right well we're up to our last part hollywood studios so yeah. first one to pick isn't it oh yeah because i don't know it just feels like we never have quick service in Hollywood studios like ever. Yeah, it's rare, I know. And and I tend to agree with you on that. Um, I think because we've avoided Hollywood studios a bit because yeah. of all the work that was being done. That's true. So this year it'll be different. We'll have to come back after our trip and talk about which ones we liked and kind of go into more depth on the, all the different restaurant choices mm-hmm. so that's a future podcast yeah. but if you had to pick one what would you pick for hollywood studios um the thing of it is is that i don't know its name but i know where it is like only based off of what you told me, it's behind the rock and roller coaster. I think that's what you said. What is that place called? It has a bunch of picnic tables. There's a few different locations there. The one that I like over there is called, if I'm if I'm getting it correct with you, I think there's one called Fairfax Fair. Mm-hmm. And I think I like that one is 
been one we've eaten at before, and I really liked it. Yeah. Let me pull it up while we're talking. I'm literally Googling it right now. Yeah, that's fine. Um, as far as... As far as Aunt Sheila goes, is concerned, her favorite is um, ABC Commissary. Hmm. So she likes that. Uh-huh. Yeah. And as far as Mommy is concerned, her favorite is the Commissary also at Hollywood Studios. Mm-hmm. So, but as for me, you know, it, it's hard to say, but I think I would go with Fairfax Fair. Okay. Um. Not for any real reason, because, you know, you're right, you know, for the most part, what we do at Hollywood Studios is, is we... typically we're going to eat at 50s prime time. Or we're going to eat at Sci-Fi um, Dine-In. Or even... we're going to eat at, um, you know, one place we ate at before that I liked. And I might be just getting confused on the location. But, yeah. um, you know, maybe that place in the back by where Honey, I, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Oh, yeah. Maybe that's the one. And I don't know what it was I called. I was thinking. I don't know what it was called either, but you had said when I mentioned it that it was over behind the rock and roller coaster. And I was like, hmm, I just don't know. We never stopped to eat in Hollywood Studios because I don't think we usually spend an entire day there. Well, let's see what we got here. Um... Let's see your dining experience. Quick serve counter service. So ABC Commissary, Backlot Express, is the one that I'm thinking of. That's back by the Honey I Shrunk the Kids play area, which I don't think that's there anymore. Mm. There's also Dockside Diner. Um. Fairfax Fair is a place for, like, sandwiches and stuff like that. Now, Stephanie, your cousin, and I ate um, ice cream at Hollywood Scoops mm -hmm. down on Sunset Boulevard. And that's near um, – that's right next to Fairfax Fair, I think. And so picture a couple chocolate chip cookies with, with ice cream in the middle for an ice cream sandwich. Oh, so good. Mm -hmm. So, you know, there's a new place we can try called Woody's Lunchbox. Ooh, that is a... That's, that's in Toy Story Land. Yeah, because like I said, I have been very excited to go see that since I didn't get that good of a look at it the last time I was there. While we're here, before we wrap up this segment, here's the menu for lunch and dinner for Woody's Lunchbox. Mm -hmm. So we got a barbecue brisket melt, smoked turkey sandwich, Sophie. 
Um, grilled three cheese sandwich. It's on grilled sourdough bread. Oh man. Mm. Um, Tachas, which are potato barrels coated with beef and bean chili, shredded cheese, and signature queso. Not sure that you would like that. <laughs> nah. I'm thinking if I were gonna get something there, I would get the maybe the brisket. Or the grilled three cheese, or maybe that smoked turkey sandwich. Yeah, I'm thinking. And they even have some desserts too. Banana pudding, maybe? No, these things called um, lunchbox tarts. Oh, they have banana pudding. That would be good. Yeah, they don't have banana pudding. This one, they have a lemon blueberry that's seasonal and a chocolate hazelnut. Yeah. And then um and for breakfast you can get breakfast there too. You can get um a s'mores French toast sandwich. Mm. You can get a breakfast bowl, um, potato barrel smothered in smoked brisket, country gravy, scrambled eggs, and a sprinkling of green onions. Smoked turkey breast breakfast sandwich. It's got it's basically a smoked turkey breast, Swiss cheese, and scrambled eggs. So mm-hmm. various things like that. Anyway. So we got some new choices to try out over Hollywood Studios, don't we? Yep. That we do. Okay. So when we come back, the next thing we're gonna be talking about is Sophie's this day in Disney history. So get ready. And Sophie, I'll be turning it over to you in just a moment. Okay. All right. Well, now we're ready to look at this day in Disney history. Sophie, what do you got for us today? Well, I know that throughout my history, of Disney history, I've mainly focused on the birth of many different people in Disney history, but this time I want to switch it up a bit. Today, January 27th, 1946, the nominations for the 18th Academy Awards were announced. Best Short Subject, Cartoons, Donald's Crime. Now, Donald's Crime is a 1945 animated short And it is released by RKO Radio Pictures. It was made by Walt Disney Productions, of course. The cartoon parodies film noir crime dramas of the time and follows Donald Duck as he struggles with guilt after stealing $1.25 from his nephews. The film was directed by Jack King and features original music by Edward H. Plum, who also is also a very big part of the next Academy Award announced, Best Scoring of a Musical Picture, The Three Caballeros, which is one of my favorite Disney movies. Yes, and it, is. it was composed by Edward H. Plum, Paul J. Smith, and Charles Wolcott. And speaking of The Three Caballeros, the best sound recording was also The Three Caballeros by C.O. Slyfield. The winners will be announced on March 7th, according to this 
according to this little, oh shoot, excerpt of Disney history, but these were the nominations announced for Disney. And what year was that again? That was 1946. 1946. All right. Well, that about wraps it up for me. I know I was a little bit shorter than usual. Daddy, why don't you tell us about your Disney character? All right. Well, this character is well known for many reasons. He actually has his own ride at Hollywood Studios. Mm-hmm. And, um, and it says here, a dog is a man's best friend, or in this case, a cowboy's best friend. Any ideas who I'm talking about, Sophie? Hmm. No, I am not quite sure. The character I'm talking about today is Slinky Dog from Ooh. Toy Story. Slinky has an incredible amount of faith in Woody. Although he is friends with all the toys in Andy's room, he is most loyal to Woody. This practical pup will go to almost any lengths to help his friend. Mm-hmm. So that's a short but sweet one today. And we're cutting it a little bit shorter today simply because of all the all the nastiness of coughing and so forth that I've been dealing with. But I thank everyone for joining us today, and we hope you enjoyed this show. Next week, we've got another great episode coming up. It's episode five, and I will give you a little teaser on Facebook about what it's going to be in just a little bit. Um, Until next time, thanks for joining us. And remember, you can find us on Facebook at On the Road with Mickey. Or you can email us at info at on the road with Mickey.com. Or you can call us 919-799-8390. Thanks, everyone. And thanks for joining in today. Mm-hmm. Bye. Bye.